Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. God is good. How many of you really appreciate your pastors? Pastor Kingsley. Hallelujah, Pastor Kingsley, Pastor Mildred. Do you really appreciate them? Are you are you sure? Really? Praise the Lord. First time I met them a couple of years ago, I just fell in love with them. They're such a sweet couple. Such a yes, yes, yes. And you know, when they're talking about marriage, you know, the marriage seminar singles, it's real. They're not just saying something somebody else said. They're talking out of personal revelation. So that's a very powerful ministry. Glory to God. I want you to always respect and honor your pastors. As you do so, God will respect and honor you. Amen. Take out special time this year and show extra respect. Amen. Show double honor and watch what God will do to you. Are you here with me? It go work for you. I say it go work for you. 2021 will produce for you. If you believe it, shout aloud, amen. May it happen to you according to your amen. One more time, clap your hands for your pastors. I appreciate your pastors. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, where is my timer, by the way? Do I have a timer? So, I'm looking at that. I, I want to make sure I... Because sometimes I get carried away, you know, so I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. Somebody has to help me. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to share some things with you quickly. Because this year is going to be your best year thus far. It is. The areas you struggled in the past, this year you will not struggle Things are going to be easy this year. Say amen. amen. In spite of everything you're hearing, in spite of all the COVID-19, all the problems, God is going to arise upon you in 2021. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go to quickly to Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Mark 1, 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's so important to be in the right church because when you're in the right church, one of the things that will happen is you will hear the right things. And you need to hear the right things so you can, you, you can think the right way and so you can be positioned to fulfill destiny. Hallelujah. So you are not here by accident. God orchestrated your feet and brought you here. Because God has your destiny in mind. Is somebody here with me? So when you come to church, don't just be a, a spectator. Be a participator. Amen. Be someone who pays attention. Amen. Follow what is going on in the ministry. And as the ministry moves forward, you will move forward with the ministry. You understand what I'm saying? That is one of the easiest ways to prosper. Just make sure you participate. Make sure you are part of the movement in your local church. And you will see how in your personal life, God will cause you to move forward. Say amen. amen. Mark 1.14. Mark 1.14. All right. 
Now, after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Someone say kingdom of God. Verse 15. Verse 15. And saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Can I have the New King James? Hallelujah. If you have it, can I have it? New King James, if it's possible. Wonderful. Thank you. All right, so let's go on. It says, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. What it literally says in the Greek is, the government of, of God has come. Repent because the government of God has come. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Tell your neighbor, the government of God is here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. Now watch what happens next. Verse 21. Verse 21. He's now preaching the, the gospel of the kingdom. Verse 21. The same chapter, verse 21. Mark 1, 21. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, good. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught. Next verse. Notice what he did. He entered the synagogue and did what? Taught. And they were astonished at his teaching. For he taught as one having authority. Someone say authority. And not as the scribes. Which means the scribes were also teachers. The Pharisee. Pharisee. Alright. Sadducee. Sadducee. All of them were learned people. And they also taught. But something was different. They did not teach with authority, but Jesus taught with authority. Are you with me? You see, Jesus was bringing another dimension into their lives. He was bringing another dimension of ministry. Go ahead, please, on the screen. Now, there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Next verse, watch this. Saying, Leave us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Interesting. All this noise. And he didn't even call the man by name. He didn't even, you know, address the spirit that was stopping that man. All he did was taught. He taught the word with what? Authority. And that demon knew this guy is different from the others. He sensed something and began to react. Glory to Jesus. Are you with me here? Put it on the screen for me. Leave us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. This man has been coming to church. Oh. This man has been coming to church with his demon. He, every time he comes to church, he brings his demon with him. And the demon attends church. Help me, Lord. Do you know that Satan goes to church? You know, right? If, if, if demons didn't go to church, we wouldn't be able to cast out demons from people inside the church. So, so for, demons, for, for us to cast out demons inside the church, that means a demon followed somebody. The demon has, has a vessel that demon has. That vessel has allowed that demon to use that space to function. And this guy has been coming to church all this time. And the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees would teach. And the demon was there listening to the message and not even disturbed. 
until Jesus steps in. And all he did was teach. He did not even cast any devil out. He just taught the word. But something entered that synagogue when Jesus entered. Something entered. Angels entered. You know why? The kingdom of God entered the synagogue when Jesus entered the synagogue. And once the kingdom is present, every other kingdom must bow. Are we on the same page? This thing is about kingdoms. This warfare we're talking about is the clash of kingdoms. And that which is superior will cause that which is inferior to submit. And that's all Jesus did. He brought the kingdom. He brought a consciousness of the kingdom. He brought the presence of the kingdom. And every other kingdom began to react. May every other kingdom react concerning you in 2021. Shout amen. The demon knew as long as this kingdom has come here, we have to vacate. We can't stay here when the superior kingdom is present. Watch this. Go on. Go on. Go on. Let's, let's read it. It says, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Next verse. Next verse. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet. Come out of him. Very simple. Shh. Out. Bible says, Jesus will cast out demons with a word. No conversation. No, where did you come from? What is your name? You know, it was only one time he asked the name, only one time. And that's because that was a specific, unique situation. He never did it again. But what do we do today? We are causing demons to celebrate in our churches. And they like microphone. Are you here with me, somebody? I went to South Africa, and I was preaching somewhere. When I finished, the, 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 the pastor took me to another church to visit, to, to say hi to somebody. And we got into the service around 10 o'clock. So I asked him, how long would the service be? He said, service normally finishes around 5. I said, what do you do between 8 and 5? He said, you will see. <laughs> and I saw. They were interviewing evil spirits. Interview. Where did you come from? I came from Zimbabwe. You came all the way from Zimbabwe to Johannesburg? Yes. Okay, identify yourself. I am Satan's girlfriend. For real, oh. That's what the woman said. I am Satan's girlfriend. Then she began to point at different people and began to expose them. She will point at one woman somewhere. She said, she said, you had three abortions. Mentioned the date of the abortion. And the man, the pastor was just there. Like Mumu. You gave demon your microphone and demon is messing up your church. Of course the demon knows when she committed abortion. That's not new information. The woman herself knows when she committed abortion now. Hallelujah. Am I correct? It's not a big deal. You know, that somebody comes and tells you something about your life doesn't mean much, oh. Not in this age. Because familiar spirits know about you. Especially what you did wrong. They know about what you did wrong. 
You see what I'm saying? So let's not celebrate evil spirits. Let's not celebrate the wrong kingdom. Don't give a demon microphone. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And she went on and on and on, messing up people. And the pastor was saying, wow, did you people hear that? This is how they operate. I said, look at this man. We know how they operate. We're not ignorant of the devil's devices. And you are playing into their hands by giving them microphone. They want microphone. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was getting annoyed. You know, I, I told my friend, I said, listen, I can't, I can't, I can't continue like this. And let us go. He said, okay, just a while so that they won't look as if we're just being disrespectful. I said, I said, and the girl was going around and, and then he would call and give her a microphone. Then she would talk, 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 talk. Then she would say this. Ah. I told my friend, I said, listen, if this woman comes to me, and I suspect she will, I said, please forgive me in advance. Because I will slap her. That demon that is stopping her, I will slap it back to Zimbabwe. He looked at me, I said, I'm serious. So said, watch, because I, I suspect what's going to happen now. That demon knows somebody else is here. Somebody who doesn't agree with that kingdom. Just as I said it, soon after, the woman looked at me and looked at me. I said, you see, I told you, watch it. I said, let her come. She would know, she would know herself today. <laughs> she, would, she would stop being Satan's girlfriend from today. <laughs> Next thing she did, she said, shake like this. That's towards me. I just waited. I said, just, just watch, watch it. My, my hand was just waiting. My hand. <laughs> Anointed for slapping. Just waiting. She just came towards me. Look at me. They did like this. I pointed at somebody else. I said, you see? She knows who she will try. Glory be to Jesus. Your case is different, man. I said, your case is different. This year, you will shine. This year you will shine bright. This year you will operate in the kingdom power and kingdom authority. Listen, when you talk like a king, demons will listen. You don't negotiate with evil spirits. There's a voice of authority. When they hear that voice, they know. Don't be saying, do you demon? I just come against you in the name of Jesus. Why are you disturbing me? Leave me alone, you demon. You have exposed yourself. That's not how you do it. Doesn't matter if you're a man or woman. When you talk to the demons, you talk with boldness. But how do I talk as a woman? You just come on, get away from here, Jesus! Come on, in the demon, Jesus, leave me alone. They will leave. Because you are, this is called violence, spiritual violence. They should not feel like you are negotiating. Because you don't negotiate as a king over something with a lesser kingdom. You don't do that. You give instructions. Are you with me? Satan has been dethroned. So he's no longer sitting where he sat before. So you don't go and beg. Listen, kings don't beg. You demand. Oh Lord, help me. Are you here with me? Some of you are suffering things you should never suffer again. Because you are not taking authority. There are some things you don't pray about. 
Because you don't pray about something God gave you authority over. You don't pray about it. Amen. You don't pray, oh Lord, oh Lord, come and deliver me, come and deliver me. He has delivered you. So what do I do? I enforce it. So listen, you spirits, enough is enough. Get out of my family. Get out of my household. Get out of my business. Get out of my relationship. Get out of my body. This body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Sickness, you have no place here. Pack your load and what? Leave. And if you believe what you say, you will have what you say. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We are a generation of kings. Hallelujah. You know, we're not just priests. We're a royal priesthood. There's a difference. That's why we're not according to the order of Aaron. We're priests according to the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was not just a priest. He was a king. He was a king first, then a priest. We are kings first. If you read the scriptures, Revelation, it says you are kings and priests. So there's a priesthood, but it's a royal priesthood. So we need to start to understand what I'm about to just, just tell you right now. is called the doctrine of Christ. It is what Jesus taught. It is what Jesus preached. And that's why he got results. Are you with me? That's why I said it's important for you to be in a good church like this church. David's Christian Center. Because when you understand the lineage of David, you know it's a kingdom lineage. Hallelujah. God says that his, his, the, the, the throne shall not depart from the lineage of David. So when he spoke about David, he was speaking about kingdom. Someone say kingdom. kingdom. Glory to Jesus. Go ahead. Put back that scripture. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus rebuked him saying, shh. Come out of him. Next verse. And when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of him. Notice he convulsed him. He even made noise, but he came out. Don't focus on the noise. Don't focus on the convulsion. Oh, Lord, help me. I've heard ministers of God say, oh, yeah, manifest, 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 manifest. Then manifest. No, Jesus never said manifest. Because that's drama. I don't need no drama. Just make sure you live. Because you can manifest and not live. I've seen many people manifest. When they got up, the demon was still there. Because they were not instructed to leave. The drama is not necessary. Whether it comes or doesn't come, doesn't matter. The instruction must be obeyed. Stop playing around though. It's the time to take charge. We're not playing church here. This is real. Are you with me? You have a real enemy who is violent and vicious. So you don't play with him. When it's time to address the devil, let your eye be straight. Are you still here with me? Tell him to get his hands off your stuff, man. He will. But you see, we're still trying to, you know, we're still trying to be religious. Notice there was no technique. It's not, it wasn't like seven sons of Skipper. He just said, shh, come out. And the demon came out. What did the seven sons of Skipper do? They'll bring holy water and cross. Bah, 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 bah. Come out. I adjure you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. 
And the demon said, oh, you don't even know the Jesus. Well done. Hallelujah. Do you see what I'm saying? The seven sons of Sceva did not operate with kingdom authority. They were just religious people. But Paul did. And so Paul got the same results that Jesus got. Do you see what I'm saying? What is your life about? What are you seeing in your life right now? Listen to me, guys. You need to operate with the consciousness of the kingdom. And that's what Jesus did. Let me show you something quickly. Go back to that verse. The unclean spirit convulsed him, cried out with a loud voice, and did what? Came out of him. He eventually came out. He made noise, but he came out. When, when we were at our church in, in Florida, something happened. You know, there was this, uh, I, I, I did a message, then I asked some people to come out who needed healing in their bodies, right? So you had a, a line of people that came out, and there was this particular lady, you know? I mean, she, you know, she's been coming to church. I mean, she looks nice, tall, pretty, all that, but there's a problem here, and we didn't know. And she, her, her fiance came that day, and the man has been having problems coming to church, you know? It's a particular denomination. They, don't, they, they believe in going to church only on Saturdays or something like that. So he was against her coming to our church. So he just came to visit that day. And here she came out to be ministered to. And so I was just going from person to person, just laying hands. Going, and before, maybe about 10 people away from her, her voice changed. This is, I've ever seen a fine woman, well-dressed, and then the voice will change. No longer sound like a woman. From there, she, she said, I'm not coming out. I started laughing. Because for you to say you're not coming out, it means you know you will come out. <laughs> <laughs> so where I was, I said, I said, I said, you are coming out. I'm coming. When I come, you will know. <laughs> so I'm not coming out. I said, don't worry, I'm coming. When I go, so. <laughs> so when I came close to her, she just jumped on the stage. Jumped on the stage. This woman jumped on the stage. And we had two trees that we put there. You know, synthetic trees to decorate the place. Expensive. <laughs> and she had the audacity. <laughs> she went and did like this. She held like this. Like this. Anger hit me. I said, let me tell you. I was there. This is America. This is not Nigeria. America. I said, let me tell you. If you damage those trees. If you damage those trees. You better release those trees now. Where are you? Who are you? (laughs) Hallelujah. What is it? I'm not into that kind of manifestation, I don't like it. The one that you manifest and destroy our property. That people brought money and we went and bought something. You come and say, I manifest. Don't manifest here, my friend. I said, drop it. She just dropped it. I said to the spirit, come out of her. She just went everywhere. The fiancé was just looking like this. Hey! This is is what I want to marry. This is, hey! Hallelujah! Glory be to Jesus Christ. The girl was so glad afterwards. 
Because she knew she was having problems, but didn't know what it was. She used to have serious anger issues. And the guy was happy too, man. He said, whatever this is, God has delivered us. Praise the Lord. This is your year to shine. This year you are operating in the kingdom force. This is the doctrine of Christ. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put it on screen. They were amazed. So the question among themselves saying, what is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority, he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. Did you see that? What he's saying is, doctrine is more than what you are saying. Doctrine is what you are saying and what you are showing. Did you see that? It's not just what you are teaching. It's what you are demonstrating. Because the doctrine of Christ must be demonstrated to be understood. Hallelujah. It's not just, well, you know, talking about love. Do you actually show it? Can we see the evidence of love in your life? Or is it just a good talk? It must be demonstrated to, un- to be understood. It's like prayer. People say, well, I want to learn how to pray. Let me tell you, the best way to learn how to pray is to pray. Go and find people who are praying and enter that crowd. You will catch. Prayer is more caught than taught. The doctrine of Christ must be demonstrated to be understood. Amen. Go to Acts 1 verse 1. Acts 1 verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 1 verse 1. Hallelujah. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Did you see that? Both to do and to teach. He didn't just teach it. He did it. There are things people need to see for them to understand what you are saying. Let me say it again. There are things people need to see for them to understand what you are saying. This is the doctrine of Christ. Amen. What is the doctrine of Christ? Go back to Mark chapter 1 verse 14. It's clearly stated. Mark 1 14. After John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Someone say kingdom. kingdom. Say kingdom. kingdom. You should break that word. It comes into two words. King and dominion. So what did he preach? Listen carefully. He preached the king's dominion. He preached the dominion of the king. Amen? That's what he preached. And this is what we must preach. Whatever doctrine you're preaching, it must be against the backdrop of what? The king's dominion. Or else it will become religiosity. Are you with me? There's no particular technique to many things. But we have turned so many things into techniques. And so it's lost its power. Are you with me? Even healing the sick, people have turned into a technique. There's no technique. Look at how Jesus did it. Different way all the time. He's just operated as a king. A king doesn't follow rituals. A king decrees. Oh Lord, help me. I went somewhere to preach and the Lord said to me, just do things different today. 
I said, okay. I said, I brought out a chair. I sat on the chair. I said, anybody who sits on this, on this chair now, if you have sickness in your body, that sickness would leave. I said, do you believe it? They said, yes. I said, oh, come and start sitting. One by one, they sat on the chair and they were manifesting as they sat on the chair and they were being healed because they came back and testified. Hallelujah. Was I, did God show me that picture? No. He just told me to do things differently. You see, this is kingdom. Not a, see, see, God gives you general guidelines, but God wants you to be creative. Oh, Lord, help me. Are you, are you here with me, somebody? Hallelujah. God gives you guidelines. Even the way you dress, you're supposed to be creative. You're not going to every day you want to dress up. You say, Lord, okay, I'm waiting. What do I wear? Which kind of trousers should I wear today? All right, okay. Now, which belt? What color? Which shoe? Which shoe? That is boring. God wants to see what you would do with what he gave you. Hallelujah. So that when you do, say, yeah, that's my boy. That's my girl. I like that. Come on, cool. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is, is, not, is not dull and unexciting. It's an exciting experience. What do you think we're going to do in heaven for, for, for the first 500 billion years? You think every day wake up and say, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, I'm tired now, hallelujah. Because 500 billion years. Even God will say, I beg now, do something. Else. Let's do something, man. Can you? I'm, I'm bored. Worship is more than singing a song. Are you with me here? Heaven is going to be exciting, though. Know? What do you think all these galaxies are for? All these planets? It's for us now. It's going to give us galaxies. Say amen. It's going to tell you, take this galaxy and replicate heaven in this place. You say, this is your project for the next one billion years. Will you take off? Say amen, somebody. Creativity. Say Amen. You're about to shine so good. Eh? Oh, Lord, help me. Some of you ladies don't understand. You want to marry, but you have to be creative. Oh, my God. Even the way you dress, you have to be creative. I'm not saying you should be vulgar. There's a difference. If you are vulgar, you will attract vulgar people. But you can be creative. I went to visit my, my daughter some, in, in school one time. She said, she said Daddy, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, I want to dye my hair. I was thinking of dyeing my hair. Uh, brown, you know, just, just brown. Uh, I said, dye it red now. <laughs> she, <laughs> Hallelujah! She said, she said, but mommy, mommy may not like it. I said, mommy doesn't have to know. This is between us now. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah! God wants you to have full expression. Break out of containment. That box that the devil put you in, it's time to blow out of it. You are more than who they say you are now. People, people have a way of just minimizing your potential. And you just, you just allow them to do so. Don't do it anymore. You are a king. You are royalty. The doctrine of the king's dominion. The king... When you hear the word king, think royal. So what is this doctrine that Jesus preached? It's the doctrine of royal dominion. Royalty. Jesus preached royalty. Hallelujah. Jesus talked like a king. Jesus walked like a king. Jesus reacted to circumstances like a king. 
He slept in the midst of a storm. Why? Kings do not get ruffled. Hallelujah. And it was a night that they woke him up. He was having a beauty sleep. And then they woke him up. He was like, you people, have, you have been with me all this time now. Don't you understand what I've been doing? I've been demonstrating the kingdom. You could have done the same. That's what he meant. You could have done the same. Okay. Well, since you people are just slack. Peace. Be still. That's not religion, no. That's kingdom. Hallelujah. That's kingdom. Where, which book are you going to read that one? No. You just speak out of an unction. Speak from a, from a place of dominion. Out of an unction. And life must respond. Your life is about to respond to you. I say your life is about to respond to you. Nigeria will respond to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give you praise. This doctrine is not new. It's ancient. It is as ancient as the kingdom is ancient. It's not new. The problem was when man fell, other kinds of doctrines had to come in. Restorative doctrines. Because man was fallen. So God had to find a way to restore us. But Jesus has come to bring us back to where we were in the first place. Are you with me? So, anything you preach, preach it from a consciousness of dominion. Even prayer. Don't pray like somebody who, who you know, some people who pray as if, you know, God, if it's possible, Lord, please, if we are, you know, I'm just begging you. Begging. God didn't tell you to beg him. Because when you beg him, the idea is created that he doesn't want to do it. But if I just push enough and I push enough, he will now give in. That's not your father. Are you with me? Prayer is simply earthly permission for divine intervention. Which means he wants to intervene, but he just says, you know what? I need your permission, that's all. Because I, I made you a free moral agent. I need your permission. So when you pray, you're permitting God to move. Dominion. Someone say dominion. dominion. Say it again. Dominion. Say it again. Dominion. Say I am royalty. <laughs> say I'm not an ordinary person. I am royalty. <laughs> say I'm a king. <laughs> this is ancient. Genesis one twenty six. As we close for this morning. Genesis one twenty six. Then God said, let us make man in our image. Whose image? God's image. The king of the universe. He said, let us make man in our image. Which means man was made in the image of the king. Are you with me? According to our likeness. Which means man was given the capacity to operate like our great king. That's why he now says, let them have what? Dominion. What kind of dominion? My own dominion I delegate to them. So that on the earth, they are kings. And I am what? The king of what? Kings. This is how it's meant to be. 
Then man fell. All kinds of things entered. Jesus came to restore us to original mandate. Pastor, I'm just, I'm just dealing with something. You know, this thing has been stopping me for years and years. You know, it's been stopping me. I just, I just feel tempted to do this and to do that. The day you decide to operate as a king, you will subjugate that evil spirit that is disturbing you. You will tell that spirit from now on, this matter is finished. Are you with me? Go back to Gen- uh, Mark one fourteen. Mark, Mark one fourteen. Mark one fourteen. <clears throat> After John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the kingdom of God. Next verse, <clears throat> saying, "The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel." Someone say, "Repent." repent. Say, repent. "Repent." What does it mean to repent? It's not a religious word. This word, "repent," literally means change. The way you think. That's what it means. Change the way you think. How do I change it? Go back to that word. It says repent. Re means to go back again. Am I correct? Go to where you started from. Pent is where we get the, the word penthouse. So he's telling us before the fall, you were at the penthouse, the highest point. Then you fell. He says, I'm bringing you back to the highest point. Glory to Jesus Christ. So he says, from now on, start to think in alignment with where I am bringing you back to. Don't think low thoughts anymore. Start to think high thoughts. For I have raised you up to sit together with Christ in the heavenly places. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Set your mind on things above. Not on things of the earth. Because you cannot function above your thinking. Your thinking determines your limit. So if I think like a king, I will operate like a king. If I think like a slave, I will operate like a slave. What is your choice? Rise on your feet. Hallelujah. Now, open your mouth. And I want you to begin to make declarations as we close right now. What do you want to see this year? What do you want to see this year? Do you want to see victory? Do you want to see success? Do you want to see the will of God come to pass in your life? Open your mouth and start to decree it. Say, this year must be my best year thus far. This year, I arise and I shine. This year, I operate in my full potential. This year, I operate with my full expression. This year, sickness will not be my portion. Sickness will not hinder my progress. This year, I move with the speed of God. This is my time to shine. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. 